is word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon from the Heartland Hoops Classic at the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island. Scott Posey along with Tyler Holcomb here on the New Tech Free Game Show. Proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leaders. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. And Tyler, here we go, getting ready for game four of eight here today at the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island. And I think the games are, uh, boy, you look at the the rosters and the teams coming in and just going to keep getting better and better here as the night goes on. So if you're anywhere in the area, get on out here to the Heartland Event Center. Absolutely, and this game that we have coming up here between the Gretna Dragons and the Ponca Indians uh, looks to be a really good one. Of course, Gretna on the season, they're sitting at 15-3. Uh, and three. The Ponca Indians sitting at 21-1. and one. Uh, it, It's going to be a really uh, a good matchup between a C2 team and a, and a Class uh, B team here yeah. in, in, in the Gretna Dragons, and uh, it's it's an exciting environment as well here at the Heartland Event Center. You bet Ponca, of course, the C2 state champion last year. And like you said, very impressive record. Uh, their only loss comes to Winnebago, which then they avenged in their conference right. tournament. And they got the win over Winnebago back on February 7th. They're sitting number uh, one right now in the C2 power points on the NSAA side. And the Gretna Dragons, as you mentioned, they're number three right now in Class right. B in power points. So we've got two pretty good quality teams here. And already today we've seen three games. South Loop defeated, or rather UTAN defeated South Loop in the first game today, 57-48. Hastings St. Cecilia got by O'Neill, 65-51 in the second game. We just got in watching York defeat Omaha South, 61-41. Gretna and Ponk out warming up right now. And then, Tyler, we've got four more games uh, yet to go here from uh, the Heartland Event Center. Yeah, absolutely. Coming up here around 4 o'clock, going to be GICC taking on a Winnebago team uh, here. As, uh, also after that one, Omaha Scott taking on Aurora. Uh, and then our two teams from... Uh, around the nation, you have Oak Hill Academy uh, taking on Sunrise Christian Academy. One team from Virginia, the other from Kansas. Uh, both teams are in the national top five uh, for high school wow. basketball, so that will be a pretty impressive one. And then, of course, rounding out our night, View versus Creed. Of course, View features uh, Brady Hyman, uh, Nebraska commit for Tim Miles and the Nebraska basketball team. You bet. And uh, should be some great games here yet to go. And I know everybody's kind of been looking forward to this one, too, with a couple of uh, top teams in their class with the Gretna Dragons and the Ponca Indians. Yeah, absolutely. You look at you look at the overall scoring for, for each side. Ponca has been just dominating teams so far this season. They average a 26-point margin of victory as they average 67 points per game, allowing 41 points per game. Then on the other side, Gretna has uh, been very impressive as well as they average 57 points per game. They do allow 46 points per game. Currently on a two-game win streak, here are the Dragons on the other side for the Indians. They're currently enjoying a six-game winning streak. Uh, and 6-0 and at uh, neutral site here are the, the Ponca Indians. So, uh, of course, all those neutral games come in the Lewis and Clark tournament. And what's really impressive about the Ponca Indians is you don't know who to guard. They've got four players averaging double uh, in double figures. Right. 
per game. So they've got a lot of weapons to throw at you. All right, let's uh, have your Five Points Bank starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the Gretna Dragons, they'll start Trey Mickelson, a six-foot junior. Cole Ruff, he's a 6'2 senior. Tyler Sullivan, a six-foot senior. Chance Sterling, a 6'4 senior. Joy Johnson, a 6'3 senior, start for Gretna. They're coached by Brad Feakin, assisted by Bill Hurd, Aaron Pryor, Adam Stotts, Nick Schramm, and Cody King. For the Punk Indians uh, this afternoon, they're going to go with Dalton Tremaine. He's a 5'10 senior. Connor Day, a 6'2 senior. Logan Kingsbury, a 6'2 senior. Max Mason, a 6'6 senior. And they do start a sophomore. Carter Kingsbury in there at 6'4", just a sophomore. They're coached by Adam Pulowski, assisted by Mike Brandt and Matt Use. And like we said, should be a good one here at the Heartland Event Center as the Gretna Dragons and the Punk Indians are just about ready to get the official starting lineups underway. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with the opening tip. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. It's never too late for Endzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Endzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Endzone's wide application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. We're back here at the Heartland Event Center as we get ready for this uh, matchup here between the Gretna Dragons and the Ponca Indians. And uh, Tyler, of course, uh, nice thing about playing here, maybe for some of the smaller schools, you don't uh, you don't get to play in uh, some of the smaller schools in the state, don't get to play in a nice big uh, gymnasium like this. Kind of gives you a taste maybe of what it's like to head to Lincoln. Uh, obviously, you don't have a wall behind the the baskets here like you might in some gymnasiums out there in the middle of the air, but uh, right. well, it doesn't take too long for the uh, the kids to get that all figured out and, and get warmed up. Well, and that and that's going to be the main thing here early in this game for, for both teams is this is going to be an opportunity to play on a, on a big stage and uh, in the Heartland Event Center. It's, it's a cool uh, place to play and uh, you're, you're probably going to see some of those nerves early, but I, I would say that uh, both teams are going to look to come out and, and try defeating those nerves as soon as possible. Well, we're about ready to get this one underway as the Gretna Dragons and the Punk Indians uh, getting ready to go here in our fourth of eight games here today in the Heartland Hoops Classic. Again, Scott Posey along with Tyler Holcomb here courtside, and we're about ready to get this one underway. As Ponka receiving some final instructions there in the huddle, the Gretna Dragons are already out on the court, and here we go. Pretty cool uniforms here for uh, the, the Ponka Indians. They wear their all-white with the with the blue trim. They have, like, that little net webbing inside the blue. That's pretty cool. And then Gretna, of course, wearing their traditional all-greens. Sterling at 6'4", going up for Gretna. Maxson at 6'6", for Ponka, and Ponka controls the tip out front with it is uh, Langen, uh, Logan Kingsbury. And looks like we open up here in a uh, 
Zone defense, ball tipped loose and recovered by Gretna. They've got a fast break coming down the floor. Is Sterling to the hoop? He'll lay it up and in off the window. Sterling doing a nice job there of getting inside the passing lane and getting the steal there. Pretty quick, too. Here we go. Ponka back the other way. Driving is Kingsbury. Shot kicks it out right side. Three on the way. Tremaine hits the side of the rim. Won't go. Rebound run down by Cole Ruff. And back the other way comes Ponka. Mickelson with the basketball. Sets it up top of the key. Man-to-man defense by the Ponka Indians. Gretna has it out front. It is Mickelson driving right side. Kicks it off down there in the corner. Now they'll drive to the right side of the elbow. Kick it back up top of the key to Johnson. Try to get it down low. Looking for Sterling and just couldn't get a handle on it. Loses it out of bounds. Turnover for the Gretna Dragons. Ponka will bring it back the other way. Getting some backcourt pressure. In the backcourt with it is Kingsbury. He'll toss it down the floor to Mason. Past the timeline. Mason looks, ball tipped away and stolen. Mickelson has it. Trey Mickelson might go the distance. No, he's going to spin out and circle the wagons out on the right wing. Fires it up top of the key there to Sullivan. Sullivan back right side of the circle to Johnson. Now they'll look down in the right corner to Mickelson. Now they'll swing it left side. This is Johnson. Drives down to the left baseline. Kicks it back out on the left wing to Sullivan. Driving to the hoop. Left hand lay in. Good. What a nice strong take. Yeah, really nice job there from Tyler Sullivan as he puts the ball on the floor and he really moves. A uh, hard player to get in front of. Gretna off to a 4-0 start. 6.32 to go here in the first quarter. We're just underway. And Ponka has it. Driving into the paint. Kicking it out from Kingsbury. He'll kick it out in the left wing to Mason. Mason spins on the move. Little nice fingertip roll. That was Kingsbury. Logan Kingsbury with a nice fingertip roll there in the paint. Good reverse uh, dribble there. Nice job there from Logan Kingsbury to answer on the other side. And Ponka gets on the scoreboard. Here's Sullivan out in the left wing for Gretna. Goes down in the left corner on the baseline to Mickelson. Now he'll flip it back out front there to Johnson. Joey Johnson just holding on to it. Nobody coming out guarding him. He'll drive to the right side of the free throw circle. Now drives right side of the box. Kicks it off there in the right wing. Driving to the paint of Sullivan. Kicks it off in the corner. Mickelson for a deep three. No good. Long rebound run down by Sullivan. And Gretna keeps it. Here's Sullivan to the free throw line. He'll go left side to Ruff. Lost it but recovers it. And Ruff backs back up. He'll set it up between the circles. Out in the way left front side of the floor. With it is Mickelson now. As Gretna leads 4-2 here in the early goings of this one. Down in the right corner, they'll go to Sterling. Now Sterling looking. He'll toss it back out front. There to Johnson. Johnson's going to hand it off to Mickelson. They'll trade places. Mickelson has it out front. Kicks it off left side to Sullivan. Out in the left wing. He'll back it back out front. Now they'll look down in the lane. Nice pass in there to Johnson. Missed the chip shot. Rebound tipped around. Brought down by Connor Day. Day down the floor to Kingsbury to the hoop. Up and in. Nice move by Carter Kingsbury. Nice job here from Ponca playing really nice defense on one side and then getting the transition offense on the other. Had a Gretna Dragon trailing him. Give the head fake and drew him off his feet. Laid it up and in for two. Look out, here comes Johnson. That is Sterling. Lay-in won't go. Rebound, Ruff. Ruff lost it. Now kicks it back out front. They'll get it out front there to Johnson. He'll drive to the free-throw line. Goes left side. Ball's going to be tipped out of bounds off of Ponca. Player had a hand on it there as they were trying to kick it down in the corner, and we got quick substitutes coming in. Gage McGill coming in for Ponca. Also, Jade Reed into the lineup. 4.44 to go here in the first quarter. We're tied up at four apiece. Ponca and Gretna. And in the left corner, Johnson to trigger it in. Tosses it in to Mickelson. Back to Johnson down in the left corner on the baseline. Johnson looks. Now they'll get it back out front to Trey Mickelson and reset. Mickelson looking. Free throw line. It goes to Johnson. Johnson looks. He'll toss it out of the right wing there to Sullivan. Sullivan hands it off out front to Sterling. Now Sterling with it to Ruff. Good defense here by Ponka. 
Ruff looks back, top of the key to Johnson. Nice lob down low and getting the easy lay-in as Chance Sterling got a nice over-the-shoulder pass. Yeah, Sterling doing a nice job of getting position underneath the hoop and makes it an easy play there uh, for Joey Johnson to find him down low. Here's McGill for Ponky. He'll toss it out right side, but it's knocked out of bounds by Cole Ruff of Gretna, and Ponka will keep. He'll toss it in on the right sideline at their own end of the floor. It's Gretna 6, Ponka 4 with 4.05 to go in the first quarter. And the Indians toss it in. They'll go out left side. Anderson with a deep three. Won't go. Rebound cleared out of there by Johnson. That was a deep one, Tyler. Yeah, that was Steph Curry-like. Here we go. Ball lost. And it's a turnover as Sterling gets his pocket pick. Back the other way comes Tremaine. Tremaine down the floor. He'll toss it up top of the key to Kingsbury. Now out on the right wing. They'll go to McGill. And we got a line change getting ready to come in for uh, the Punk Indians. They'll look to the free throw line. Now they kick it down there in the right corner on the baseline. It goes to Day. Back to McGill. Little free throw line jumper. Won't go in. Rebound brought down by the Dragons. They get it off to Mickelson. Mickelson holds up right side. Now tosses the top of the key to Sullivan. They'll go left side. Here's another deep three from Johnson. That one won't go. Rebound tipped around. Brought down by Sullivan. Reverse layup. Got it to go. Great move by Sullivan. That was a fantastic play there by Sullivan as he averages 10 points per game. 8-4. Gretna with their biggest lead. 3.07 to go here in this first quarter of play. Down in the left corner is Jade Reed. He'll toss it up top of the key today. Now they go right side. This is Kingsbury. Fadeaway shot on the baseline. Won't go in. That one looked good. Rebound brought down by Sullivan for the Gretna Dragons. Sullivan, top of the key. Goes off left side. This is Joey Johnson. Tries to drive the baseline. They're going to say charging foul on Johnson. And that with 2.47 to go here in the first quarter, Tyler, I believe is our first foul of the game. Yeah, it's, wow. been, it's been a really good pace of play so far right now and doing a really nice job of taking that charge. Gage McGill as he uh, got his feet planted and took away the baseline there for Johnson. Evan Anderson is in. Brandon Kanaifa. We just had four new punk Indians come in. Mason back in. Look out. Mason has it down on the punk side of the floor. He'll toss it up top of the key there to Kingsbury. Kingsbury has it right side of the free throw circle. Now tosses it out there in the left front court to Kanaifa. Back to Kingsbury. Kingsbury driving right side of the box. Little fader from 10. Won't go. Well guarded. Rebound brought down. They'll get it off to Mickelson. Does Gretna. Mickelson in a hurry. Look out. They'll drive right side. Lay in. Swatted away. And the rebound run down. Great block that time by Max Mason of Ponca. Here come the Indians. They'll look down in the corner. He won't get the three. Now a little fade away from 16. Rolled over the rim. No good. Rebound brought down by Eli Doble in there for Gretna. But knocked out of bounds by Ponca. And Gretna will keep it. 2.07 left in the first quarter. It's Gretna 8, Ponca 4. Really have liked the pace of play so far right now as we're going to see a 2-2-1 defense. Actually, they're going to switch into a man now here, our uh, Ponca, but getting it across the timeline here is Gretna. Kind of what we've seen all day, Tyler. Kind of slow starts here for the teams that are down here at the Heartland Event Center. Here we go out front with the basketball for Gretna is Sullivan. Sullivan, look out. He is tricky. He'll drive in the lane, kicking off up top of the key there to Sterling. Sterling with it now to Berghardt. Berghardt has it out in the left front court. He'll toss it up top of the key there to Sullivan. Sullivan between the leg dribble, almost lost it. And we're going to have a foul, and I believe that might be on Connor Day. And I think the ball got loose, and I think they might have grabbed him going for the basketball. Right. I think I think you're right there, Scott, is Connor Day. I think he, his eyes got a little <laughs> wide and, and saw that he had a potential steal and a fast break, but maybe got a little just too much body there. 
So Gretna will toss it in on the right sideline, thrown into the floor. 1.33 to go here in the first quarter. 8-4 Gretna over Ponca. Here's Gretna with it out on the left side. This is Tyler Sullivan. Sullivan now tosses it out there in the left wing to Trey Mickelson. Mickelson brings it up top of the key. Looks right side. Now they'll kick it back up top. Deep three from Mickelson. Won't go. Rebound brought down by Evan Anderson of Ponca. Anderson gets it off to Kingsbury. Kingsbury down the floor in a hurry. He'll go to Knifel. Now they'll work it right side. Driving is Tremaine. Little runner. Good. Nice left-handed shot by Dalton Tremaine. Yeah, nice job there from Dalton Tremaine. He skies up over the defense. Gets the finger roll uh, floater to go. And a beautiful play. 54 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. It's 8-6. Gretna over Ponca. And the Dragons have it. Mickelson out front. Goes over right side there to Berghardt. Berghardt with it. Now top of the key to Doble. He'll look left side to Mickelson out in the left wing. Mickelson now top of the key to Sterling. Trying to get it down low, but we're going to say Ponka got a hand on it. Out of bounds. Gretna will keep it. They'll toss it in underneath their own basket as Jade Reed checks in for Ponka. He'll come in for Max Mason. And... Go ahead. I like the look there from from Sterling trying to find Doble down low underneath the hoop. Uh, Just need to wait an extra half a second there uh, for Doble to come completely out of that roll. Inbounds pass to Sterling. Sterling with a little hook shot. No good. Foul on the rebound. That's going to be Noah Berghardt over the back. And Berghardt picks up his first. No easy shots inside. Right. (laughs) There really aren't right now. A lot of physicality being played down low, and the referees are letting it happen right now, and that's what you like to see in uh, these tournament-setting type games. 8-6, Gretna by two. LaPonka could tie it up with the deuce, take the lead with the three ball. Here with it is Tremaine. Tremaine drives out on the left wing, goes down in the corner there to Kneifel. Now they'll kick it up top of the key to Kingsbury. Back left side to Tremaine. Going to wind the clock down here for the last shot. Back out front it goes to Tremaine. Now right side, Kingsbury. Kingsbury driving, kicks it off on the corner. Seven seconds to go. Back up top it goes there to Anderson. Now they'll try to get a shot off. They'll kick it in the corner. Three on the way. Won't go. And that's the end of the first quarter to play. We played eight minutes of basketball here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. After one quarter, it's Gretna eight. Ponca six. Back after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. At Aurora Cooperative, we know that service matters, and that is why our fuel propane and lubricant salespeople and drivers take great pride in delivering the best overall customer experience to you. Our sales and service employees care about what they do, and more importantly, how they provide that service to you, because that is what matters. So whether you're in town, at the pump, or on the farm, Aurora Cooperative's full-service energy team is ready to meet all of your fuel, propane, and bulk oil needs. Contact us today so that you can experience how Aurora Cooperative's sales and service energy team is different. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. Gretna has the lead, 8-6. Again, another low-scoring game, kind of like we've been seeing all day right. here at the uh, Heartland Hoops Classic. Gretna out rebounding uh, Ponca right now, I believe, 8-3. to three. So yeah. Gretna's getting a few more boards than are the Indians. It'll be Gretna's basketball to start the second quarter. Joy Johnson will toss it in. And, of course, Ponca has already had two block shots, too, Tyler right. here. It's been, like I said, a good, good first quarter, just low scoring. Here's a turnover, going to start it off. 
Great defense by Kingsbury. Got the pick. Kingsbury has it in the backcourt. Just underway here in the second quarter. Kingsbury has the basketball. Tosses it out there in the right wing to Tremaine. Back to Kingsbury. Kingsbury looks nice. Pass in the paint. Day dumps it down low. And streaking to the basket that time was Max Mason. Great assist, though, from Tremaine. Looked like Tremaine was going to shoot it. Look out. Here we go. Gretna answers with an easy two on their own as Eli Doble gets open underneath and gets a nice assist out there from Berghardt, top of the key. I think some of those nerves are now falling yeah. away. And You'll see that, I think, when uh, when you look at the offensive scoring. Gretna back up on top, 10-8, 7-10 to go in the first half. Ponka with the basketball. It's Tremaine out in the left front court. Looks down left side of the box. This is Kingsbury. Now they'll kick it down in the corner. Three on the way. Won't go. Rebounded by Anderson. That was uh, Day with the rebound, and the rebound was by Doble of Gretna. And the Dragons are going to be called with a double dribble. Tremaine just lost the handle on it there and gets a non-pressure turnover there at half court. Two quick turnovers here by Gretna now in this second quarter. And Ponca looking to take their first lead. They can get their first lead here with the three or tie it up yeah. with the two. And in the first quarter, Gretna only had three and Ponca two turnovers. So as tight a defense as we're playing with that, maybe we'd see more than that. Right. Look out. Here's about a 22-footer. Won't go for Max Mason. Rebound out of there by the Dragons. And with it is Johnson. Johnson gets it off to Berghardt. Berghardt sets it up top of the key down to the Gretna side. Goes out to Mickelson on the right wing. He'll bring it up top of the circle. Hands it off to Sullivan. Sullivan now between the rings. Goes right side to Berghardt. Berghardt with it. Getting a little tight defense on there. And we're going to have Day run into Mickelson out front there. Honk has been really kind of turning up the pressure a little bit too here in the start of the second quarter. I think they're trying to feel out this they're trying to feel out this offense in the first quarter. Now they kind of have an idea of what uh, Gretna wants to do. And they're, like you said, Scott, putting a little bit more pressure as Day trying to get into the passing lane, trying to get the steal. He'll get his second foul, though. And it's Gretna basketball. Off left side with it is Joy Johnson. Johnson, skip pass right side to Mickelson. He'll go down in the corner. Now they'll kick it up top to Burkhardt. Nice move in the paint. Kicks it back out. Probably should have took that one. Here's left to the elbow. Little 15-footer won't go for Sullivan. Rebound tipped out of bounds. Last touch, they say, by Johnson of Gretna, and it'll be Ponca basketball. 5.58 to go in the half. It is 10-8. Gretna with the lead. Not a bunch of scoring going here, but a lot of good action. Right. It's a little bit of the size for Gretna has now checked out as Eli Doble checked out. Cole Ruff checking back in. Kingsbury tosses it out front to Tremaine. Now they'll work it off right side, driving his uh, Logan Kingsbury. Now he'll kick it left side, but it's picked off by Mickelson. Turnover for the Indians. Gretna has the ball right back with 5.35 to go in the half. Gretna leading 10-8 over Ponca. And now left side of the circle is Tyler Sullivan for the Dragons. Sullivan goes up top to Mickelson. Now right side, they'll go to Johnson. Johnson hands it off out there in the right wing to Sullivan. Now top of the key to Berghart. Back to Johnson. And Johnson looking. He'll drive in the lane. Loses the basketball. Last touch. Nope, they save it back in. Ponka gets it. Turnover Gretna on the run. Here comes Kingsbury. Hands it off. And a great layup by Max Mason. Boy, what another good-looking assist there. Looks like Kingsbury maybe was going to go the distance with that one, Tyler. Nice little pass and uh, laid in by Mason for the easy two. He's got a couple of nice easy lay-ins off some good assists. Yeah, Kingsbury, a smart player there. Uh, both the Kingsburys here for the Ponca Indians. Of course, their dad playing for the Iowa Hawkeyes. We're tied up at 10 apiece. Here's a 20-footer. No good. Shot up there by Ruff. Top of the key. Rebound brought down by Logan Kingsbury. And the Indians have it. Kingsbury again. Looks right side. And we've got a foul. 
And I believe it's going to be against Gretna. And we've already got a player getting up off the bench. And they're going to call a block here. And they call that on Mickelson. So for Mickelson, that's going to be his first foul. And it'll be Ponca basketball. Indians toss it in out front. They'll go to Gage McGill. Here's McGill. Bounced it off his toe. Recovered it, though. Now fires it out in the half-court circle there to Tremaine. He'll go left side to Kingsbury. Carter Kingsbury back to Tremaine. Tremaine makes a move to the free-throw line. Bounce pass picked off. And with it is Burghardt. Burghardt might go all the way. Burghardt to the hoop. Dumps it down low. Laying up. Won't go for Doble. Maybe one too many passes there. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, Looks like Burghardt maybe had a good take to the hoop. He probably could have taken that. It was a nice dump off to Doble. Doble got a little excited, though, as he was right underneath the hoop and, and uh, goes a little bit too hard off the backboard. And, of course, on the uh, jump ball, goes back to Ponka. So the Indians bring it back the other way. This is Gage McGill, and he gets his pocket picked by Mickelson. Mickelson has it. Now he's going to stop, circle the wagons. He'll feed it up top. Driving into lane is Johnson. Strong move to the hoop, and Johnson lays it up uncontested in the paint. Johnson, a strong player here for this Gretna Dragons team. As Johnson gets his first two points on that one, and then on the inbounds for Ponka, Trey Mickelson fouls Brandon Kneifel, and Mickelson picks up his second. Uh, two quick fouls there on Mickelson. Of course, uh, Coach Feekin probably not liking that right. there. It'll be Ponca basketball. They'll toss it into the backcourt. Gretna leads 12-10 over Ponca. 3.55 to go in the first half. And the Indians have it out. Logan Lang- uh, Kingsbury brings it past the timeline. And they'll toss it down to the right corner there to Kneifel. Flips it back out front to McGill near the half-court line. Back now goes to Kingsbury, and the ball's kicked. By Doble, out of bounds. It'll remain Ponca basketball. Yep, fast-moving first half here, Tyler. We're down to 341 to go. Not a lot of scoring going on. Right. But uh, a lot of possessions. A lot of possessions, (laughs) yeah. yeah. And it's Ponca basketball. Logan Kingsbury has it out near the half-court circle. Kingsbury looking. He'll go off left sideline there to Kneifel. Back to Kingsbury. Kingsbury now to Kneifel. Kicks it up top of the key. Now they'll swing it around right side. Deep three on the way by Kingsbury. Won't go. That was Carter Kingsbury. Rebound. Berghart. Berghart dribbles through the traffic, and then he's going to be called with a travel. And that's really just been the story of this yeah. first half. It seems like one team will get uh, some momentum on their side, but then they'll turn the ball back right over as well. And both teams have really struggled and against uh, the two teams' defenses. We're at the 3.18 mark to go in the half. We haven't had a three-pointer hit yet either by either team. Both teams were 0 for 3 in the uh, first quarter. So here comes Kingsbury with it. Kingsbury's going to be body-checked there by Dalton Tremaine. Tremaine will pick up his first. And it's going to be Ponca basketball as McGill will toss it in just in front of the Gretna bench. McGill to toss it in for Ponca. Tosses it over their left side to Kingsbury. This is uh, Carter Kingsbury. He'll drive. Little runner up from 10 off the window. Totally out of control. Somehow (laughs) Carter Kingsbury got it to go in. (laughs) Like we said, uh, Kingsbury brothers, they uh, have some nice uh, tutelage from their their dad. Of course, he was an Iowa Hawkeye basketball player for the Hawkeyes in the 80s. 12-12. We're all tied up. Here's a three. Top of the key. Won't go for Joy Johnson. Rebound brought down by Doble, and he's going to be fouled as he got the offensive board and went back up. And he's going to go to the free throw line. Looks like it's going to be on Carter Kingsbury, his first. 
And we're going to shoot our first free throws of the ball game at 2.43 to go here in the first half. That's how quick the game has been, folks, as Eli Doble shoots the first of two, and that one off the front of the iron, no good. Renewed players back in for Ponca. And Doble's going to shoot one more free throw. Yeah, right now as it stands, five total team fouls on Gretna, three on yeah. Ponca. Uh, if I were Ponca, I'd continue to, to attack this Gretna defense, try getting themselves into the bonus with 243 remaining. Sure. Doble's second one is up, and that one is good. So that gives Gretna a one-point lead, 13-12 over Ponca, but 2.40 to go in the first half. Tremaine with it. Oh, they'll get it in the backcourt there to Kingsbury. This is Logan Kingsbury. Logan Kingsbury's going to make a great move to the basket. Little double pump shot up, won't go. Rebound, cherry picked out of there by Berghardt. Got above everybody. Nice ups by Berghardt. Berghardt almost lost it. Now they'll kick it out there in the right wing to Joy Johnson. He'll go left side to Sullivan. Back to Johnson. Looks down low to Doble. Great pass. Doble kicks it back out. This is Johnson. Uh, kicking up right side to Berghardt. Great move to the hoop. Lay-in. Good and one. Strong move there from Noah Berghardt. And he'll have an opportunity now at the line to get the third point. So we're going to maybe get our first three-point play, although it'll be the old-fashioned three-point play. Foul was on Kingsbury. Right, uh, I believe, you know, let's see. Yeah, Kingsbury drew the foul. That's his first. Here's the free throw, and Berghardt gets the old three-point, old-fashioned three-point play and gives Gretna a four-point lead again at 16-12. It's been about the biggest separation in this uh, ball game, yeah, Tyler. It, it has, and uh, really just a back-and-forth battle of both offenses trying to figure out these defenses. 155 to go here in the first half. Top of the key with it is... Knifel to kick it down to the baseline. Three from the corner. Rolled it over the rim. No good for Sterling. Rebound brought down by Joy Johnson. Johnson off to Burghardt. Burghardt will bring it past the half-court stripe. We're down to 138 to go on the half with Gretna leading Ponca 16-12. Here's Burghardt. Going to kick it off from the corner there to Sullivan. He'll pull up left of the elbow. 15-footer. Rattled around. Won't go. Rebound out of bounds off of Burghardt. And it'll be Ponca basketball. Burkhart really does a nice job. He, he, yeah. He's all effort all the time as he tried getting that offensive rebound, lost it out of bounds, and now it appears that Gretna is going to run some press here in this backcourt. They're running a man press. And yeah, when you watch him, he's got a pretty good uh, vertical, too, there. Yeah. Here we go. Down the floor comes Anderson on the run. Going to kick it off out front. Oh, my goodness. Here's a long three by Carter Kingsbury. That had have been about a 25-footer, Tyler. That was deep. That was really deep. Volleyball front row line almost there. And <laughs> And it's 16-12. Gretna still by four with a minute 09 to go here in the first half. Out front with it is Joy Johnson. Now they'll work it up left side to Berghardt. Berghardt up top to Johnson. Now they'll swing it right side to Sullivan. Sullivan goes out in the left wing there to Chance Sterling. Back to Johnson, top of the key. Now to Berghardt. They might wind the clock. I don't know. But they got a lot of time to go here. 50 seconds left in this first quarter. But they do lead by four, and it's... Been a pretty tight ball game. Pass down low to Doble. He'll kick it off on the left wing. Now they'll drive as Johnson. Little runner up. No good. And Johnson's going to draw the foul. Pretty tough move into the paint there for Johnson. A lot of traffic, but he was able to weave in and draw the foul. The overall size and length that this Gretna team has is very impressive. Of course, Johnson, one of the guys that really leads uh, at the point. He can put the ball on the floor and attack the basket. Uh, and he's a tough guy to defend when he's at 6'4 and can dribble as well as he can. Johnson splashes the first one through. He'll shoot another one. 17-12. 
Gretna leads Ponca here with 37 seconds left in the first half. Second one up and in. Well, they haven't shot free throws too bad. They are four of five at the line, our Gretna, and that's five more free throws than uh, Ponca's even attempted, Tyler. They have not shot right. a free throw yet. And a lot of that is because Ponca really hasn't shown a willingness to, to drive it into the lane. They're more uh, trying to get those perimeter shots. Yeah, it looks like we had a player step out of bounds there for Ponca on the inbounds, and Gretna's going to get the ball back here with 35 seconds to go in the first half and a chance to build on their biggest lead of the game so far. They lead by six. This is a pressure moment here for Ponca. You don't want to allow another score on the, on the, on the other side for Gretna. Uh, if they could wind this clock down, which it looks like they're going to try taking as much time off as possible, they can wind down this clock and uh, give themselves an opportunity at the last shot and make the last shot. Talk about a whole bunch of momentum for them. Yeah, here's Sullivan to Johnson. Now, oh, ball picked off. Dalton Tremaine with the steal to the hoop. The layup, good. One guy out there, and he got the pick. 18-14, Gretna's lead cut back to four. Here comes Mickelson. Look to Doble through his hands, and a turnover by the Gretna Dragons. And how about that? Gretna with a six-point lead looking to build on it. And now all of a sudden, their lead could be cut to one with a three-pointer. I was just going to say the momentum looked to be on Gretna's side. And now if Bonka can make another shot here. Three, two, here comes shot up at the buzzer. And that's going to be way short by Kingsbury. And we are at halftime here at the Heartland Hoops Classic at the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island. Your halftime score is Gretna 18, Ponca 14. And our halftime brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. 18-14 at the half. Gretna leads Ponca back after this. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. By day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Back at the Heartland Hoops Classic here in the broadcast booth at the Heartland Event Center. The broadcast booth is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We are on the road bringing you the play-by-play, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. 
Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. 18-14 here at the half. Uh, like you said, Tyler, a couple of teams that are used to scoring a lot more points than right. 18 and a half or 14 and a half. They're probably, that's about their quarter average for the year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, and, and that that's the thing is this Ponca Indians squad, they average 67 points per game. Gretna averaged 57 points per game. So this is kind of uncharted territory for both teams right now. I think like we kind of mentioned in, in our pregame show that this was going to be a, a game where you get kind of that state tournament type of vibe to it because of the arena that you're playing in. Uh, you're playing in a little bit larger crowd than you're used to playing in front of. So I think the nerves are definitely there. I think uh, towards the, the second quarter, especially towards the end of the second quarter, we started to see the both offenses kind of opening it up, but both defenses right now playing man defense and, and playing very well. Yeah, and I tell you what, you look at the stats and you can't be any more even than where we're at right now. The only difference in this ball game is the fact that Gretna has shot free throws. Ponca has not. Gretna outscores uh, Ponca four to nothing at the free throw line, right. and that's our uh, difference in the game. Both teams shooting about the same from two point land. Uh, Ponca was seven to 35 percent. Gretna seven to nineteen for thirty seven percent. Can't get much more even than that. Neither buddy, no one has hit a free throw. Uh, Gretna is zero of five. Ponca zero of nine, and uh, yeah, it's just been turnovers are pretty even. They both have seven in the first half. And steals are pretty even as well. Uh, Gretna with five steals, Ponca with four. So, man, the stats don't get much even than that, much more even than that. One thing that really stands out right now is the Gretna Dragons have 15 total uh, rebounds to four for Ponca. But on the on the same side of that, uh, Ponca just hasn't really gotten any of those offensive rebounds to give themselves any second opportunities. Uh, Gretna has, but they really haven't taken advantage of any no, of those opportunities. No, I think they like four offensive boards. But yeah, we really haven't seen. I think maybe one stick back is all, right. all we saw there in the first quarter. But uh, And the scoring, obviously, is uh, players that are used to playing uh, scoring in double figures are right. going to have to work pretty hard <laughs> to get there if we're going to keep up this pace because right now the, the high scorers only have four points and there's uh, six players that have four piece. Uh, for Gretna, Tyler Sullivan has four, Chance Sterling, Jory Johnson with four, or Joy Johnson, and uh, Noah Burkhart and Eli Doble with three each. For Ponca, they've got Dalton Tremaine, Max Mason, Carter Kingsbury with four each, and Logan Kingsbury only has two. So, uh, yeah, these, uh, uh, and like we said, we haven't even seen a Ponca free throw yet here right. in the first half. Of course, we only saw five from uh, Gretna. So. When, when you talk about those free throws there, too, I, I think that this Ponca team needs to stop settling for some of those three-pointers, try going inside. I know that this Gretna team has a lot of guys that are pretty pretty big guys down low, but if Ponca can try to penetrate and then try the kick out as opposed to uh, as opposed to just trying a, a couple threes from the perimeter with guys in their face, I think that'll find some more success for the Indians. Of course, Logan Kingsbury and Carter Kingsbury, those are two players that really look for those three-pointers, but right, right. now have had a, have a, have a well, hard time. Well, we saw Max Mason start the second quarter out with two lay-ins. Right. Uh, he got some nice assists there from some of his teammates, but he, he uh, got down the floor, got a good assist, and got the easy lay-in. We, then we didn't see much more of that for the second uh, quarter. So, yeah, I think you're right. Trying to get a little more penetration inside. Obviously, if it's not there, kick it back out. Maybe, right. maybe they'll start lighting it up. Uh, uh, on those three-pointers. Typically, when you see the ball go in the hoop from any any location, that's when 
uh, uh, more players, not to mention just uh, just your 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 post players, but your your perimeter guys. Once they see the ball go in the hoop, whether it's them or from someone else, uh, that usually jump starts the offense. Right now, we just really haven't seen that from either squad. Well, if you're listening to the game uh, this afternoon on the internet, we want to thank our internet streaming of high school games on the Platte River Radio Group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. It's Gretna 18, Ponca 4 at the half here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. We'll be back with more right after this timeout. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, today's Seeds to Success are brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig or Todd, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And I think, Tyler, both coaches are talking to their teams at halftime about what's our seed for success here in the second half. It's probably just going to be able to just say, get more shots up here. We need to start taking more shots. I mean... Uh, we shot a total of uh, each team shot about well uh, shot a total of about 23 times. Right. So yeah, we didn't get a lot of shots turned up there. Just uh, both teams played good defense too. Well, and that and that's the thing too is you, you have to limit the turnovers here in the, in this second half really on both sides as uh, they, they've had a lot of possessions just given away. And uh, when when you have a close game like this, it's going to come down to who's going to turn the ball over less and who's going to be able to get to the free throw line more. Uh, so I would say your seed to success for both teams is to hold on to the ball and to uh, and, and to try penetrating and, and getting to the free throw line. Yeah, I don't even did we even have a we didn't even have a timeout in the first half, did no, we? Not a single timeout yeah, was called. Crazy. The, the pay, I, uh, <laughs> and, it, and it's kind of funny because in our in our last game, of course, uh, between Omaha South and uh, and York, there was only one timeout called in that one. And it wasn't until the third or fourth wow. quarter. The pace of play here in uh, these games at the Heartland Hoops Classic yeah. has been unbelievable. And the overall venue and just uh, the environment that we have here has been fantastic. I, I can't speak highly enough about this Heartland Hoops Classic in, uh, invite. And I know we had some road condition problems for probably some of the team's fans that uh, weren't able to get here from further distances. Uh, I know we traveled here from O'Neill today. Took maybe about a 20 minutes longer yeah. than what it normally takes to get here just because the roads were all snowpacked around the area. But uh, I think uh, right now we're starting to see Quite a few more people filter in here uh, to the Heartland Event Center, and probably by tonight's games, you should have a pretty pretty full house. I would say you're going to have some healthy crowds, and uh, if you want to get down here, you definitely should. Some really good games on the way. Of course, at 4 o'clock, you'll have GICC taking on Winnebago. Omaha Scott taking on Aurora at 545. Then at 730, Oak Hill Academy 
taking on Sunrise Christian Academy. And then for your nightcap tonight, 9-15 star Platteview versus Crete. So uh, overall, some really good basketball being played. That's right. And earlier today, three games have already been played. Uh, U-10 defeated Sound Loop, 57-48. Hastings St. Cecilia got O'Neill, 65-51. And York beat Omaha South, 61-41. All right, looks like we're about ready to get our second half underway here from the Heartland Hoops Classic at the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island. Scott Posey along with Tyler Holcomb here, and it'll be Gretna's basketball to start the second half of play. So the Gretna Dragons will toss it in at half court. And we're ready to get this one underway. Inbounds pass gets out there to Trey Mickelson. Looks like Mickelson, Rupp, Sullivan, Sterling, and Johnson out there. And for Ponca, Tremaine, Day, Kingsbury, Kingsbury, and Mason. Here's a drive right side. We're going to have an offensive foul called to start it up. That's going to go against Chance Sterling. Got the ball down low there and turned and ran right into a Ponca Indian. Yeah, Sterling getting it called for the charge as we now see a, uh, a zone press by Gretna. Here we look out. Here comes driving left side is Kingsbury. Shot is up. No good. He was a little bit too far behind the glass on the baseline. Shot it up. Rebound brought out of there, and they'll get it down the floor to Sullivan for Gretna. Now top of the key to Mickelson. Mickelson hands it off to Joy Johnson, top of the key. Johnson now goes left side out there to Sterling. Back to Johnson. Johnson, nothing going. Flips it back out there to Sullivan. Almost lost it. Now goes right side. Mickelson drives in the lane. Kicks it out in the corner. Look at the three. No good. Now they'll toss it back up top of the key there to Joey Johnson. Johnson about at his pocket pick. Recovers. Back to Mickelson. Back to Johnson. Top of the circle. Now he'll hand it off to Sullivan. They'll trade places. Sullivan driving. Tries to look in the corner. Ball almost lost, but it's recovered there by Ruff. And, boy, not getting much of a look. A good defense by Ponca right now, Tyler. Yeah, they're really playing some nice man defense, and they're switching on that man defense as well. Johnson tries to make a strong move to the basket. Gets it knocked out of his hand on the way there, and, boy, nothing coming easy. Yeah, Carter Kingsbury playing really good man-up defense there on Johnson, and Johnson's a hard player to defend. Inbounds pass. We're going to have a foul on Logan Kingsbury. Got a reach. Going to get his first foul of the ball game. And it's going to be nice inbounds pass. And Sullivan got away from everybody and gets a little laying off the right side and puts up uh, Gretna up by their biggest lead, 20 to 14. They've had a six-point lead a couple of times, but no bigger. And it's Ponka with the basketball. Kingsbury has it out in the half-court circle. Logan Kingsbury brings it around left side of the floor. Wants to drive, nothing there. Flips it back out front there to Kingsbury. That's Carter Kingsbury. He'll get it back in the left wing. He'll fire a 22-footer. Won't go. Rebounded by Mickelson. Mickelson uh, has the ball in the backcourt, getting a little pressure, but he'll get it down the floor there to Johnson. And Johnson, big guy, walking it down the floor. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good ball handler. He is a very good ball handler, and that's the guy that I've been really just waiting to, to start taking over this game. Johnson up top. Mickelson will launch a three. Won't go. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Oh, we're going to have a foul called, actually. That's going to be against Sterling, and he's going to pick up two here in the uh, opening couple of minutes. Yeah, now with two fouls here, and that's going to be the second team foul here on the Dragons. Only one on uh, Ponca, and I think that's what you have to continue to do. If you're Ponca, keep attacking the Dragons and try getting to the free throw line here. And Sterling has already committed half as many fouls as Ponca or Gretna had in the first half right. <laughs> with two to start it off. Ponca basketball. They'll look down left side of the elbow. A little fade away from 16. Shot won't go. Rebound. Stick back. Good. 
by Connor Day. Day with some good hang time there. <laughs> yeah, Connor Day doing a really nice job of getting the rebound, then the putback, and like you said, Scott, uh, he displayed his vertical there. <laughs> Here's Mickelson for Gretna. Has it out right side of the circle. Tosses it up top to Johnson. Johnson driving, but he's going to be fouled, and that's going to be against Carter Kingsbury. And for Kingsbury, that's going to be his second. Gretnan will toss it in underneath the left side of their own basket. They'll get it in on the baseline. There it goes to Sullivan. Now he'll bring it out front. Sullivan trying to drive. Great move to the hoop. Shot is swatted away and blocked by Max Mason. Rebounds. Kingsbury, little double pump, no good. Rebound, put back, won't go. Rebound again and a foul. And there with a great offensive rebound was Connor Day, one of the rare offensive rebounds for Ponca this afternoon. Yeah, Connor Day really doing a nice job of skying up for those rebounds. He got two, unable to finish, but uh, he was fouled, so he'll get an or the, the Indians will keep possession here. On the rebound, Trey Mickelson picks up his third foul, almost got his fourth here on a rescue play. Here's a 23-foot three-pointer, no good. Out front there by Logan Kingsbury. Of course, I think they're taking these long ones because they haven't had a good look at an 18-footer. Right. you got to get pretty deep to get a three here at the Heartland Hoops Classic, it seems like. Out front with it is Joy Johnson, top of the key. 4.40 to go in the third, 20-16. to 16. Gretna leads Ponca. Three on the way, won't go for Sterling. Rebounded out of there by Logan Kingsbury. Kingsbury on the run. Look out, driving to the hoop. Laying good. What a move by Kingsbury. Logan Kingsbury doing a nice wow. job of splitting two defenders, then yeah. going up and under. And what a play there. Logan Kingsbury trying to get started. Looks like they had him stop for sure. 20 to 18. Gretna's lead cut back to two with 4.15 to go in the third. Out front is Sullivan. Sullivan, now they'll work it out on the right wing to Johnson. Johnson with it. Skips it out in the left wing. Back up top to Sterling. Now to Mickelson. He'll fire a three. Got it. There's your first three at the 4.01 mark. Trey Mickelson hits a big three and a timeout by Gretna. 4.01 to go here. And this timeout is brought to you by. ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Gretna 23, Ponca 18 with 401 to go in the third. We're going to be right back after this timeout. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Ponca basketball with it in the backcourt is Tremaine. Now he'll look, gets it off there to Kingsbury. Now they'll flip it out here in the left wing, and it's it's uh, Dalton Tremaine with it. Tremaine back out front to McGill. Back to Tremaine in the left front court. Now free throw line, they'll go to Jade Reed, who's in there. Back to Tremaine, top of the key. Tremaine back to McGill. Now they'll go right side. McGill has it. Looks to Kingsbury. Carter Kingsbury, little left-hand baby hook. Got it. Great move by Carter Kingsbury. And it's 23-22. Gretna by three with 3.27 to go here in this third quarter. Carter Kingsbury now with six points, doing a nice job of going from the right side of the lane to the left and finishing with his left on the floater. Chance Sterling gets it out there to Sullivan. Sullivan, little spin move, now kicks it out in the corner. Three on the way, and that one is good. And look out, Gretna now starting to light up the three-pointers, and that was put in there by 
I don't think I got 32. Tyler, do you? Um, I'm looking here. Just a second. And it's now 26-20. Gretna leads Ponca. Here we go. Left side. They'll kick it out on the left baseline. This is Connor Day. Day with a little scoop move, and he got that one. Great move by Day on the baseline in traffic. And it's 26-22. Gretna leads Ponca with 2.40 to go. Here in. Now they'll toss it up top of the key. Three on the way. Won't go in for Tyler Sullivan. Rebound brought down by Carter Kingsbury. And Kingsbury gets tripped up. It looks like they're going to go get this one on Burkhart. So Burkhart going to pick up his second. Now uh, for this second half, four team fouls here on Gretna. Only two on Ponca. And it's 26-22. Gretna by four with 2.29 to go in this third quarter. Ponca with the basketball. Out front is Logan Kingsbury. And his own defense by Gretna. Now they'll toss it to Kingsbury, top of the key. Kingsbury has it right side of the circle, trying to drive. Little spin move, nothing there. Goes left side to Evan Anderson. Anderson, back out it goes to Kneifel for three, won't go. Burkhardt with the rebound for Gretna. Dragons have it with a four-point lead, 2.05 to go in the third. Here's Burkhardt up top, deep three on the way, won't go for Joey Johnson. Rebound brought down by Eli Doble, though. Did they? Oh, they're going to get a foul down low. I thought Doble might have lost it on the baseline, but they're actually going to call Evan Anderson uh, with his first. Now the third team foul here on Ponca. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of team fouls. We wouldn't even be in the one and one. <laughs> we would be in the one and one for Gretna, or rather Ponca would be Gretna. But yeah, we haven't had a lot of fouls here in this one. One fifty-five to go, twenty-six, twenty-two. Gretna with the basketball. Out right side is Sullivan. Sullivan gets it off Berg. Hart with a circus move to the hoop. Won't get it to go. Rebound brought down by Connor Day. Day gets it off to Logan Kingsbury. Kingsbury looks underneath. All alone is Max Mason. And a turnover. Stick back. Good by Connor Day. Picked off the pass underneath the basket. Laid it in for two. And we're tied at 26 just like that. Tonka with four quick points to tie it up. 26 all with a minute. 20 to go in the third. Off left side is Chance Sterling. Gets it off there to Joey Johnson. And Johnson is going to be fouled. They're going to call a block here on uh, Kingsbury. They're going to get Logan Kingsbury, and that's going to be his third on, on this one. But a nice job there from Joey Johnson. He noticed that Kingsbury was a little, uh, little beside himself there defensively, loses his balance, and then they call the block there. And the foul is going to be on, well, they're showing 32, Max Mason, maybe. Okay. And it's going to be Gretna's basketball with a minute 10 to go in the third. We're tied up 26-all. Ponca and Gretna, look out, driving in the lane, little leaner from five up, won't roll in. Rebound brought down by Max Mason. Here comes Ponca. They could take the lead for the first time. Shot won't go by Logan Kingsbury on the run. And then we're going to have a foul, and that's going to be on Kingsbury. Sterling throwing a couple elbow, elbows yeah. there uh, after getting the rebound. You can hear the Ponca faithful to our to the right of us. They're not happy about that, uh, but just a nice, strong rebound there from Sterling. Logan Kingsbury gets a second foul, and we're down to 54 seconds to go in the third, tied up at 26 all. Berghart down the floor for the Gretna Dragons. Berghart goes out front there to Sullivan, back to Berghart. And catch with it out front, down to 42 seconds. Berghardt looking, backs up near half court. Now wants to drive. Berghardt to the hoop. Strong lay-in. Wow. 
I thought Burkhart was almost going to dunk that there. He went from the left side to the right side and almost got a hand on the rim. Retina back up by 2, 28-26 with 24 seconds. Now looks like Ponka is going to wind the clock down here for the last shot of the third quarter. Out front with it is Tremaine. Tremaine now to McGill. McGill goes out on the right wing there to Anderson. Back to Tremaine, down to nine seconds. Here's Tremaine backing up in the right wing. Looks out front, driving in the lane. Little left-hand layup won't go for Craig Gage McGill, who went sliding off the basketball playing surface. <laughs> and McGill, holy cow, I didn't realize the speed that he had. Yeah, he got there in a hurry. But he put that on the deck, and he, he, went, he went quick. It's like the foul is going to be on. And the free throw in the way for McGill won't go. That was the first free throw attempt for Ponca. That's hard to believe. 2.8 seconds. Se- yeah. Yeah. We've Up almost played. Third. McGill, second free throw is good. Rattled it home. And it's 28-27. Gretna by one with 2.8 seconds to go here in the third. Here's a pass down the floor. And it's going to be intercepted by Kneifel. He'll fire one at the buzzer. Tracking and off to the right. Looked good from here, but yeah. just missed off to the right. Well, don't go away. We've got a good one here after three quarters. It's Gretna 28, Ponca 27 from the Harlan Hoops Classic back after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Gretna 28, Punk at 27, eight minutes to go here. Not a high-scoring one, but it's been a good one, Tyler. It really has been a, a fantastic battle here between a Class B school in Gretna and a Class C2 school uh, in the Ponca Indians. And it'll be Ponca basketball to start the fourth. He is in there, gets it off to Logan Kingsbury. Kingsbury looking. Now to Mason, top of the key, back to Kingsbury in the right wing. Nothing there, back to Mason. He'll drive to the free throw line, runner from 14, won't go. Rebound, saved in, recovered, tipped to Berghardt. Gretna back the other way, look out, Berghardt's quick. Now they'll go left side to Sterling, out in the left wing. Back to Mickelson near the half-court circle with it. They'll set it up. 7.30 left in the ball game. Gretna by one, 28-27, got a good one here. In our fourth game out of eight today, here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Mickelson out front, goes right side to Sullivan. Sullivan out on the right wing. Now Sullivan looking, backs up, and gets his pocket pick by Connor Day, and then Sullivan's going to foul him. Nice. Uh, it was a smart foul there by Sullivan, but Connor Day, what a what a game he's had so far. I have him at six points with five rebounds. He's been all over the place here uh, for the Ponca Indians, and 
He's been that guy that's really kind of ignited this Ponca Indian squad right now. Second foul for Tyler Sullivan. Ponca with the basketball. Out right side is Tremaine. He'll go down there in the right wing to Carter Kingsbury. Back to Tremaine out front. Now they'll swing it left side. Look out. Here comes Logan Kingsbury to the hoop. Scoop shot. Got it. And Ponca has the lead. 29-28 for the first time today. 6.45 to go in the ball game. And it's Gretna basketball. Berghardt hands it off out front there to Sullivan. Now they'll go left side, driving to the hoop. Great take. Shot won't go, though, for Chance Sterling, but he'll get a chance to earn him at the free throw line. And the foul's going to be on Dalton Tremaine. That's going to be his second. And if you're a Gretna fan right now, you're probably wondering where Chance Sterling and Joey Johnson have been on those uh, baseline drives, and especially driving to the lane, because they do have a clear height advantage uh, in that when they have those opportunities, you just have to wonder with all the defense being played where Chance Sterling and Joey Johnson have been been at right now offensively. Sterling gets the first one to go to tie it up 29-29, misses the second. Logan Kingsbury with the rebound. And Ponka has the basketball with 6.25 to go in the ballgame, knotted up at 29. Good one here from the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island. Here is Tremaine. Tremaine looking, goes out in the left wing there to Kingsbury. He'll launch a 24-footer, no good. Man, they are shooting some deep ones here today. They really are, and right now I feel like they've had a lot more success driving it to the hoop. They need to maybe get away from those three-pointers. Yeah. Gretna with the basketball. Sterling has it down to the left corner. They'll get it out front to Burghardt. Set it up. Burghardt goes over left side there to Sterling. Back to Burghardt near the half-court circle. Now to Joey Johnson. Johnson up top to Mickelson. Mickelson drives, now kicks it off out on the right front side of the floor there to Berghardt. Back it goes to Johnson. Johnson trying to drive, going to take it to the hoop. Little lay-in, good. Nice take by Joey Johnson. And that's what I was talking about. If you can get Joey Johnson and Chance Sterling with a head of steam going towards the basket, they're going to be hard to stop. On the other side here now for Ponca, you want to see them take a smart shot. Mason tosses it up top. Kingsbury with a deep three, won't go. Rebound brought down by Joey Johnson. And it's Gretna basketball with 5.17 to go. Gretna's back up by 2, 31-29 over Ponca. Out on the right side of the floor is Chance Sterling. Sterling goes top of the key there to Sullivan. Now left side to Johnson, just kind of really not looking much inside, just working it around the perimeter. Hand it off to Berghardt. Now right now the lane is completely wide uh, yeah. open. You have five guys on the perimeter. Yeah, Berghardt lost it, and it's going to be out of bounds off of Berghardt, they're going to say. Well, Berghardt, he noticed that the lane was literally completely wide open, so he tried uh, storming in there and loses it on the attempt. So a turnover for Gretna in that third quarter. They had three turnovers, and right now both teams shooting pretty even. Gretna 11 to 29 from the floor for 38%. Ponca 13 to 36 for 36%. Here we go. Looking right side. This is Kingsbury. Spins at the free throw line. Kicks it off left side. Tremaine dumps it down low. Now they try to feed it down on the corner there to Maxson. But Maxson cut the wrong way and they bounce it right into the courtside seats here at the Heartland Event Center. Connor Day, he he had a nice look there to Max Masson and uh, just was unable to connect there on that baseline pass. I haven't seen Jack Nicholson yet on the courtside seats here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Gretna basketball with 4.26 to go. Gretna leads 31-29. We're already in the fourth quarter. Here we go. Left side is Chance Sterling. Goes to Johnson out in the left wing. Johnson to Mickelson. Mickelson back to Johnson down in the left corner. Now Johnson backs up. 
And flips it out front there to Sterling. Sterling back to Johnson. Getting a little pressure here from Ponka is Gretna. And Johnson tries to drive. Kicks it out in the corner. Now they get it out to Mickelson. Another deep three on the way. Won't go. Rebound brought down by Mickelson in the corner. Mickelson tried to drive, and we got a timeout by Gretna. Our second timeout of the ball game with 3.54 <laughs> to go here in this ball game. Gretna leads 31-29. This timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. And our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Really haven't seen, uh, it's been a fast-paced ball game, Tyler, and really hardly not enough time in the game to get anybody injured. <laughs> yeah, it really, really hasn't. It's been a physical game down low, so maybe uh, it, it is good, though, to not see any injuries, of course, in this Heartland Hoops Classic. It's uh, an exciting environment, and it's good that we haven't had any injuries, but, uh, of course, on the other side of this, 31-29, to 29, and uh, it's really anyone's game right now. Ponca hasn't had a lead yet. No, but they did just momentarily, remember, and they got that oh, lead they there. Did, they yep. did, yes, got they did. Got a two-point lead, but Sorry then it that. didn't last very long. Yeah. So we've only had really one one lead change, I guess. Right. Yeah. And it's 31-29, Gretna with the lead. Again, more games coming up here at the Heartland Event Center. Four left to go, GICC and Winnebago are the next game scheduled for a 4 o'clock start. A lot of good basketball still left to be played. We've had a lot uh, earlier that, earlier in this day. And, of course, this one really looking like it's going to come down to the wire. Our team fouls are even up at six apiece. So we are in the one-and-one one, uh, with uh, 349 to go and Gretna up by two. Gretna has been pretty patient with it out here, Tanner, really. Not looking inside, I think, with it knowing how hard it has been get, to get points in this game, just taking a little time off the clock while they have a two-point lead. Not a very big cushion. Look out, Johnson to the hoop. Offensive foul on wow. Johnson. And, and we, we've talked about Johnson. We want want to get him attacking. But at the same time, uh, Johnson not doing a good job there. Is uh, Was just out of control, and he's going to get called for the guard. Gets the turnover. By the way, in that third quarter, Ponca was able to get back into this one. Not that we had a big spread anyway, but they did right. not have a turnover in the third quarter right. while Gretna had three. Yeah, the turnover ratio in, in the third quarter and even in the second half has been considerably better than what we saw in that first half. 327 to go. 31-29. Ponka lead or Gretna leads Ponka here. Ooh, look out. Almost picked up. Carter Kingsbury hauls it in. Up top to Logan Kingsbury. Kingsbury backs up near the half court circle with it. Now Kingsbury to Carter. Kingsbury in the left corner. Lost the ball. Gonna lose it out of bounds. Turnover. Ponka. Burkhart really Carter doing Kingsbury not too happy with himself. Right, <laughs> and Burkhart really disrupted that yeah. pass uh, and, and made it tough for Carter Kingsbury to, to really haul that one in. But Burkhart plays with fast hands, and he plays with a lot of effort. Gretna with the basketball and a two-point lead. Three minutes to go in the ballgame. Out in the left wing is Sullivan. Sullivan goes up top to Joy Johnson. Now to Mickelson. Mickelson looks right side of the free throw circle there to Sterling. Back to up top of the key to Johnson. Really Spreading it out is Gretna. Now they'll hand it off back out front. There's Chance Sterling. Back to Johnson. Down to 237. Johnson stops. Now goes left side. Out there to Sullivan in the left wing. Sullivan going to try to drive. Makes a great move to the hoop. Lays it up. No good. Rebound brought down by Ponca's Dalton Tremaine. Down the floor they go. Look out. Carter Kingsbury to the hoop. Driving lay No good. And it's going to be... 
Miranda basketball. As uh, <laughs> Chance Sterling was trying to attract the charge there on Kingsbury, they're not going to call anything there, and Kingsbury just loses it out of bounds. 2.16 left in the ballgame. It's Gretna 31, Ponca 29. we got a timeout. We'll be right back after this. Timeout. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Well, Tyler, uh, one of the things that's really hurt Punk is the fact that they are 0 of 24 on three-point attempts. Right. And the last time that they scored was at the 6.52 mark left in the third, or left in the ballgame. So they've not scored for over four minutes as Ponca. But Gretna really hasn't taken advantage of it either with just a two-point ballgame. Yeah, it's hard to believe that Ponca has shot so so bad is probably the best way of saying it. But uh, Gretna's played really great defense on him as well. Right. For Gretna's side, they've not been able to get the bo- the points on the board after, right. after the uh, the cold shooting from Ponca. Well, and Gretna just has been very patient Yeah, uh, on, on the offensive side. There right now, Sterling is going to be fouled. That's going to be on Connor Day, and we are in the one-and-one one now. So that will send to the free-throw line Chance Sterling for Gretna. Sterling has five points this afternoon. He is... One of two at the free-throw line. He shot those free-throws here in this fourth quarter. And the first one rattled around and goes in for him. And I think at this point in the juncture, I think this is probably going to be the most important part is making your free-throws now. And he puts that one in. So what free-throws he makes, they get two. They go two for two. And he'll check out as Cole Ref checks back in for Gretna. And now Gretna has opened up a four-point lead. That's kind of big in this game, a four-point lead. With a minute 48 to go. Out front with it is Logan Kingsbury. Kingsbury, top of the key. Drives down the lane, laying good. Wow. Nobody able to get in front of him. And a quick timeout by the Ponca Indians. And again, this timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll be right back as Gretna leads Ponca 33-31 with a minute 40 back right after this timeout. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. All right, the full court, full court press has been put on by Ponca. Gretna has it in the backcourt. They get it in there to Joey Johnson. Johnson with the basketball. Off to Mickelson. Haven't got to pass the timeline yet. Countdown going on, and we're going to get a timeout called here by Gretna. I think they were worried about how long it was taking him to get the ball down the floor, Tyler. And just a quick uh, timeout here as stops the clock with 90 seconds left in the game. And again, Gretna leading Ponca 33-31. to 
Yeah, Coach Feekin is talking to, t- talking to Mickelson as he comes to the pinch. He's like, what are you doing? you got to get across the timeline yeah. here. It looked like Mickelson was just kind of uh, slowly bringing it up the court, and he is still about 10, 15 feet away from the timeline, and that, that causes a timeout co- called by Coach Feekin. Yeah, the uh, Gretna's led this entire game except for one time. Ponca took the lead there in that third quarter, or uh, in the third quarter, and then Gretna was able to come back and get the lead. Right. But uh, it has been a, a good one here. It was 28-27 to 27 at the end of the third quarter. So you can see we've not scored a lot of points. <laughs> Gretna will toss it in just on, there, on the uh, Ponca side of the floor. They almost throw it away, and it's going to be... Out of bounds, off of Gretna. Turnover. Ponka with some good backcourt pressure there. And a hustling Dalton Tremaine able to get over there yeah. and let it roll out of bounds off of Mickelson. It's going to be a huge possession here. You want, to, you want to see the Indians take their time. Don't put up a crazy shot here. Try driving it to the hoop. Ponka has not hit a three-pointer yet. Here is Logan Kingsbury. Kicks it out. Ball almost picked up by Brungard. That might have been a jam there if he got away with that one. He was nobody out in front of him. Look out. Three on the way. Carter Kingsbury, no good. Rebound, Brungard. And we got a foul on the rebound. Going to go against Ponka. So Ponka unable to connect. They've not, like we said, have not hit a three-pointer. They were 0 of 25 on threes. That's just unreal. Especially... As lethal of a team as Ponca is from the perimeter, this is a team that uh, depends on Logan Kingsbury and Carter Kingsbury to really make those shots. They just have not been able to find the the net today. Timeout called by Ponca with 104 to go in the game. Gretna 33, Ponca 31. Gretna at the free throw line when we come back after this timeout. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The sinister cries haunted Mary through the night. Dawn neared and still the voice tormented her. She ran towards the safety of her car, flung open the door, and a coyote had somehow gotten locked inside. But the damaged interior was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Coyote Carpool, August 1st, 2015. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. This is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. 104 left, 64 seconds left to go in the game. And Tyler, we're talking during the timeout. If Ponka would somehow come back to win this or be able to sneak out a win, boy, Gretna would really look back and think, why weren't we 20 points ahead? Right. <laughs> if you look at the overall statistics, if you would have told me that Ponka was going to be 0 of 25 from the three-point line uh, and not only have one attempt from the free-throw line, I would have told you that Gretna would have a big lead. Berghardt's free-throw is no good. We got a rebound and a travel. And the offensive board was brought down by... Eli Doble, who lost his footing and fell to the ground. And, boy, how big of a turnover is that, especially for Ponca, because they're only yeah. down by two with a minute to go. Yeah, that, that Burkhardt had an opportunity to make that a four-point game, and here's misses both of them. Tremaine out front. He'll go to Mason. 
Mason out of Kingsbury. Kingsbury to the hoop. Lee in. Good. Boy, Logan Kingsbury with a big move to tie, tie it up at 33-33. Choking me up. <laughs> you wonder why Logan Kingsbury hasn't been attacking the hoop more uh, this yeah. game as he's found a lot of his success by attacking the hoop. We're down to 30 seconds to go. We're tied up at 33-33. Gretna and Ponca. And Gretna with the basketball. Mickelson has it out in front half court. Down to 20 seconds. 18. Mickelson out near half court with it. And now we're down to 12 seconds to go. And Mickelson not being closely guarded. Nine. Mickelson takes it to the hoop. Almost lost it. Picked up by Kingsbury. Down the floor he goes. Day to the hoop, but he's fouled. And it's going to be a free throw for Connor Day of Ponca with two seconds wow. to go in the ball game. Wow. Well, the whole crowd for Ponca obviously to their feet now, and this is going to give Connor Day an opportunity to uh, extend this or to take the lead and to potentially get a two-point lead here, but a pressure-packed moment for Connor Day now and, at the line. And to only sh- this will be the third and fourth free throws <laughs> of the game. Punk has only shot two free throws prior to this. Unbelievable. That was back in the third quarter. This will be their third and fourth free throws of the ball game, and if could put them up with two seconds to go. They shot it with two. Point eight left in the third quarter, and they did it here with two seconds to go <laughs> in the fourth so quarter. So apparently two seconds is the key here yeah, to get the, to the free throw line. Is what a game that we've had so far, Scott. And uh, Connor Day, this is this is about as big of an opportunity for Connor uh, in this Heartland Hoops Classic. He has an opportunity to, to win this game from the free throw line. Of course, there is still two seconds. So if you make one, you miss the second, the clock will immediately start after it goes on the miss, and then What's going to be a hard task for Gretna is they're going to have to get the rebound and just throw something uh, as quick as they can. And, this how, is, and that's obviously if you make and miss. How so. about this? If you're a Ponca uh, Indian, who do you want at the free throw line? Connor Day is an 80% wow. free throw shooter. Their wow. leading free throw shooter <laughs> for Ponca. And he's shooting two. And it's tied up 33-33 with 2.0 seconds left. And Connor Day to shoot two big free throws here for the Indians, and the first one is good. It's like his elbow kind of kinked there for a yeah, minute when he yeah. released it like he held just a second. He puts that one in, and Ponca is up by one. 34-33 with two seconds left in the game. This is the question you have to ask. Do you, do you try Miss this and, this and let the clock move? And he and did, and they'll call a quick timeout, and oh, there's 1.7 seconds left. Wouldn't have thought of that one, but uh, a great You're kind of hoping maybe that rebound would come back a little further. Yeah, or, exactly. Uh, yeah. And I think that's what Connor Day was looking for. He's hit, he hit the front of the rim. I think he wanted that to come back to him so he could get his own rebound, but just didn't travel far enough. And uh, a smart, heady move there by the Dragons as Coach Feekin calls the timeout after his team gets secured uh, the secured rebound. Only three hundredths of a second. Pretty go good off person the clock. running the clock there to, right. to keep that, uh, you know, down to just one point seven seconds. Pretty but, good discipline. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll keep it here because this is going to probably happen pretty quick here. Right. With uh, what do you think, uh, Gretna is going to have to get it all the way down the floor. What you're going to have to do, and with the timeout called, I think they actually get a half court inbound uh, after the missed free throw, based off of the time that's on the clock. So I think that you. 
Now, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm almost positive that you get a half-court inbound. Oh, they don't. They do have to go full court. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to inbound it as close to the half-court line as possible, and then you're just going to look for a heave. Yeah. And, of course, you don't want any fouls. Both teams with 18 fouls, so it's a one-and-one if there would happen to be a foul. Tossing it in. They'll fire it all the way down the floor, and it's going to be picked off, and it's Gretna. Aponka coming away with a miraculous win here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Nobody would have thought this one, but Aponka able to come with the win with their second free throw made of the whole game. And they win it 34-33 over the Gretna Dragons due to the Aponka Indians. And Aponka goes to 23-1. Gretna goes to 15-4. And and the Aponka Indians squeak one out here literally. 34-33 to over Gretna. We'll take a break as we bring you the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. We'll be back with our post-game show coming up. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Well, the Ponca Indians come out of here with the win, although Gretna seemed to be in control for most of the game, although not by much. They enjoyed about a four- to six-point lead for most of the game. Ponca only took the lead twice, and uh, the, the second time they took it was when they made only their second free throw of the game. <laughs> right. They shot two of four at the free throw line, and uh, seven turnovers by Gretna in the fourth quarter yeah. will uh, definitely hurt you. Yeah. But again, it just came down to... One free throw, kids. When they tell you to every free throw counts, <laughs> it did today for Ponca. Every one that they made, and they only made two. Yeah, it's it's, it's unbelievable. If you would have told me at the beginning of the game that Ponca was going to go 0 of 25 and only make two free throws from the line, I would have told you that Gretna was going to run away with this one, win by 20 or 30 points. Because uh, Not because I think uh, that Ponca couldn't take it to the lane, but... The M.O. for Ponca this whole season has been making the three-pointer uh, from Logan Kingsbury and Carter Kingsbury. They just were not able to find uh, they were not able to find the basket from the three-point line. But thankfully, uh, Logan Kingsbury did a really nice job of, of driving it in on the lane, and he got his points there as he finished with 10 points on the day. Uh, on the other side for Gretna, it, it was kind of much of the same for Ponca. Just really weren't able to get their offense to going in it, it, it at any point. We were able to get one player in the double figures, <laughs> and that was Logan Kingsbury Aponka, who scored 10. <laughs> Just enough to get into double figures. 
Uh, six points apiece for Max Mason and Carter Kingsbury. Seven for Connor Day. Dalton Tremaine with four. And Gage McGill with one for Ponca. Well, Gretna not able to get anybody in double figures. Right. Uh, Chance Sterling had seven. Six apiece for uh, Jory Johnson and Tyler Sullivan. Five for uh, Noah Berghart. Three apiece for Trey Canu- or for uh, Trey Mickelson. Morgan, uh, 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 Eli Doble with three apiece for uh, Gretna. But, boy, yeah, like you said, if you, we get the uh, total team stats here. They're getting them rallied, get rallied up here for you. And when you look at these team stats, you're going to go, how did Ponca even have a chance in this game? <laughs> but uh, it was just the fact that nobody yeah. could score. I mean, Yeah, it really was. Uh, a defensive battle as uh, both teams really ran just really strong and suffocating man defense uh, on both sides. And it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a fun game to watch, just not as much scoring as I think most people thought was going to happen. It was 8-6 to six at the end of the first quarter. Gretna led. It was 18-14 at half. Gretna still had the lead. It was 28-27 to 27 at the end of the <laughs> third quarter. Gretna still led, and then... Punk outscores him 7-5 in the fourth quarter and goes up 34-33 to win it. So, boy, yeah, like you said, a missed opportunity there for Gretna. But for Ponca, one of those things where just don't give up. I mean, you know, that's right. Absolutely. about his best case of it as you see right there. Well, we were tied up 33-all, and Trey Mickelson and the and, and the Dragons were looking to take the last shot of, of this uh, uh, or of the game, and Mickelson loses it. Uh, and Kingsbury gets it. He finds Day down low, and Day in the fast break, he's able to get fouled on the, on the way up for the shot, and he had two free throws. He makes one of the two, and that's that's how this one ended. <laughs> well, again, 34-33. Ponca wins it. Ponca goes to 23-1, and while Gretna falls to 15-4 and here at the Heartland Hoops Classic, one of the most exciting games of the day yet, and I uh, got a funny feeling with four left. Now we're going to see a couple of more games that, uh, if you're in the area, get on out here to yeah, the Heartland Event Center because there uh, should be some pretty good basketball here in the nightcaps. Yeah, there should be some really, really good basketball here being played. Of course, GICC versus Winnebago coming up next. Then you'll have Omaha Scott versus Aurora at 545. Uh, at 7.30, two teams from, uh, from the top five in the nation. Uh, it's Oak Hill Academy from Virginia and Sunrise Christian Academy from uh, Kansas. And then, of course, our nightcap tonight, Platteview taking on Crete. and Some really good basketball still on the way. Well, again, uh, your finals here tonight. And, boy, some interesting totals in this one. Uh, we had uh, Gretna pretty much leading all the statistics. Thirty-eight. They shot 38% compared to 36%. Uh, they out-rebounded Ponca 27-14. to They did lead in turnovers, though, and seven of them yeah. in that fourth quarter proved deadly. They had 17 turnovers in the game compared to nine uh, for Ponca. And then again, uh, just cold shooting by Ponca on the three-point. Not able to get a three-pointer to go in tonight. Unbelievable. But they were able to go two of four at the free-throw line. And the one free-throw there with two seconds left in the game was all they needed to win it. (laughs) There are two free-throw attempts, or there are four free-throw attempts coming in the last two seconds of the third quarter and the last two seconds of the fourth quarter. Uh, kind of a goofy game that we had here, yeah. but it was definitely entertaining. Again, your final, Ponca 34, Gretna 33. The other games today, York defeated Omaha South 61-41. Hastings St. Cecilia defeated O'Neill 65-51. And Utah gets South Loop 57-48. Coming up next, Grand Island Central Catholic and Winnebago. Then it's Omaha Scott and Aurora. Oak Hill Academy takes on Sunrise Christian Academy in the final game tonight scheduled for 9-15. 
Flatview, and Crete. That's going to do it here for this one. Again, your final. Ponca 34, Gretna 33. For Tyler Holcomb, I'm Scott Posey. Have a great evening, everyone. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. Old wet behind the ears rookie out of out of Ohio, and and I watched our our left tackle had just gotten paid. Our right tackle, his name was Ryan Deem, and he.